0: To
1: Uncle Mo's for family fun. It's good, 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 Mmm, sounds good.
0: Hello and welcome to Uncle Moe's family feedback. Wrote right through the dizzying highs, the terrifying lows, and the creamy middles of the Simpsons seasons one to twelve through random episode generation. I'm of course your host, Tyler Crane, Joined with me, is um Well, I'll just say, folks, we're in a sort of a reflux now. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel reached over nearly a third of the people vaccinated. I'm pretty sure we can have COVID in the back rear view window now in the mirror. So, Cal, how are you?
1: You, my friend, are not invited to my funeral. (laughs) I have COVID. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! What a social <laughs>
0: faux
1: pas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm okay. It's very weird. It's a very weird feeling because, like, I fi- i f- how I can explain, dear viewers, is I feel hungover without a headache. You know, I feel. Like it sounds really bad. My one of my cousins has got cystic fibrosis, um, which is a, a lung disease, which obviously it make, it makes you like. A little bit wheezy and stuff like that. And he messaged me. He was like, oh, how are you doing? And it took every strength in me to be like, I know how you feel now. <laughs> um, but I didn't. But yeah, I'm okay. I'm like plodding along. I'm kind of isolating away from the rest of my household. Um, just to make sure they don't get get the old Rona. But it's really weird as well because like loads of people, I'm getting a uh, fucking out of the blue just messaging me saying like, how are you doing? Blah blah, And I'm like, it's really nice, but you know, you could message me when I'm like not dying. Like, that'd be a good sign. <laughs> <That's> like, <it. laughs> and like a few of my friends who are, like expecting children and so uh, expecting babies, um, I've started claiming their namesake. I'm saying you can. I, I allow you to name your child after me. And they're like, "Well, I'm not going to do that." It's like it's my dying wish. You have to. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm fine. Like I've got. I've lost my. I, yesterday, I lost my sense of smell. Um, which I didn't really have a strong sense of smell anyway. Um, but it was, it's kind of very surreal where you, you know, you have a stinky ass shit and you're like, oh this isn't not actually smelling too bad. Actually, but I'm just going to spray it just for the, you know, the gratitude of the rest of the household, the courtesy here. Um, and then you kind of, that doesn't even fucking cover it up. And you're like, Oh, okay. Um, but you kind of you're still doing the sensation of trying to smell, so you come across as a bit of a cokehead, where you're just going. <laughs> uh, my taste is still fine though which is good. But yeah, overall, not dying yet. Hopefully, but <laughs> <sighs> uh, feels like fucking the Simpsons episode with the flu what he said oh they predicted predicted oh, coronavirus. Yeah, god part of me wants to right okay so i was talking to one of my friends about this as well part a little tiny bit of me wants to lose my sense of taste just to see if i can like try really really spicy food just to see how it works and stuff like that and i'll tell my mate about it and he goes well yeah that's fair enough you won't be able to taste it but still it it doesn't mean that it's not going to burn your arsehole when it comes out the other end. And yeah, like, Okay, that's a good point. I'd be eating like fucking, a, 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 I don't know, spiciest spicy curry in the world and I'm going, mm, it's all right, it's lost my fucking stomach having a burst at the moment. But How are you, Mr. McRae?
0: I'm good. Uh, I've become enthralled and, and wrapped in the whole gaming universe of uh, Ghosts of Tsushima folks. It's a big... Japanese RPG where uh, you're fighting the Mongols on Tsushima Island, and it's just very beautiful and that. Um, I, I've, I'm very surprised how customizable it is because. Yeah. I feel like I might just go a bit too GTA, where it's like, oh, you must um, track these footprints and follow where this archery basis. Whoa! Hold on there, Sensei. I've got to get my drip on. You know, I've got to go all green <laughs> for this. Or let me go for a bit of off white and a bit of yellow there. No, but sir, the camp. No, I've got to wait. I've got to get the right bandana. (laughs) I'm really trivialising the plight of the Sakai family there.
1: It's a very good game, but the thing is, I'm not very tactically good at stealth. I remember once I was clearing a like a base. It's quite a big base as well, and I was just I, I clicked the wrong button and all of a sudden all the guards come on. And it's one of the only times where I, I don't really use photo mode in, in games and shit, but it's only one time, a few times where I did, where I basically ended up having to kill like 30 to 40 people. <laughs> 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 it just, it's, I, just, I just did like this really cinematic thing where I just zoom out of Jin's face, and it's just like loads of bodies just on
0: the floor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but kind of to date this, um, uh, this, this episode, Gerson's Team has been in the news because the, the the mayor of uh, Tsushima they they want to basically make PlayStation the PlayStation the PlayStation developer a, uh, a a a ambassador of of Tsushima because oh, cool. a lot of the fans and stuff the one of the actual temple things what you find it was it was under a lot of disrepair so a lot of the fans put loads of money towards to actually make it oh there. that's so, sweet very sweet very you know. But fucking all gaming just caused the fucking school shooters. But you know, it's it's a good fucking. Sorry, I'm a little bit because I'm a little bit drugged up a little... <laughs> at the moment. This episode may be a little bit wilder than the usual ones. So if I do go a little bit too off tangent, just tell me I'll to shut me up. in.
0: And that episode in question is well, it's you know only fair that because we ended with the brilliant part one. We're well, going on to Who Shot Mr. Burns, Part 2, uh, Season 7, Episode 1, there. Directed by Wes Archer. Written by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. With the original air date being September the 17th, 1995. And the couch gag is the family end up getting a lineup for a mugshot there with the classic dragnet theme. Now, I won't say memories, favourite bits from this when you were young. I'll just say, um, you know, we've had the sizzling summer of '95. It's just mm-hmm. gone off the air there everyone's making bets, trying to guess who, they're rewinding the VHSs, burning the tellies down, from the sheer use of it, like, ooh, is that a W and S, how did Burns fall there, wait, his gun's out of his holster there, so, I have the simple question of, uh, Cal, uh, who did you think did it, with a young Cal eyes,
1: young Cal eyes, I thought, probably, I'll be honest, I probably just thought it was Homer, like, I thought Homer, or maybe Grandpa, like, because I remember we watched. I think I, t- I said in the last episode, both you and me were obviously. We watched it out post the original air air date. You know, early two thousands, late nineties, when we probably watched it. Um, and I remember the first time watching it, and my brother going, "Oh, it's a really good episode. This is a two parter." And like, and he asked me, and he was just like, "Who, who did you think it was?" And I thought, "Oh, well, I, I don't know. I just think it's um, probably, like I said, probably Abraham or." Or Homer. It's like, oh, well, wait till you see, you're going to love it. You're like, you'll never expect who it is. And, you know, I didn't. I remember seeing, there's only two times where, I, and it's always been with my brother, where I've been watching like a, uh, ironically, they've both been like, whodunits. And it's like, oh, there's a big twist at the end. The other one's uh, Seven, the Brad Pitt film. Oh, great. And I'm like, what's in the box? Um, and I watched that with my brother and he was just like, yeah, there's a massive twist at the end. You're like, you'll, you'll never see it coming and all this stuff. And I, I, I worked I thought I'd worked this out, it's obviously it's Morgan Freeman. And when you have kind of such an idea and such a like it all makes sense. This is probably why it's such a big twist and all this stuff. I didn't really know much about the film. And then when it turns out he just he'd killed his wife at the beginning. Spoiler for that film by the way. Um <laughs> Um I was just like, Well that's not really a spoiler, that's not like a big twist or anything. Like I kind of expected to do something like that. And with this I was it's kind of the same disappointment where I was like, Oh, Okay, <laughs> not <laughs> disappointment birthday, but because it. What's the what's the chalkboard gag again? Do you remember? It's something as don't lit. Oh, you said, oh, I can't remember. Hang on.
0: Ah, damn it! I, I'm so fo- i so focused on the couch gag that we don't do the chalkboard in the <laughs> in the intro there. I have to look. I've got it here. The chalkboard gag was I will not complain about the solution when I hear it. Yes. So I think they were preemptively. <laughs> Readying people for the,
1: that. Yes, exactly, and I think because like as which which will probably date this this episode quite a bit. Um, WandaVision has just come out. It was just just wrapped up last week, um, and it was a weekly thing. I don't. Did you watch WandaVision at all?
0: I haven't, so no spoilers no. here, folks.
1: No, okay, no spoilers. Uh, or, no spoilers, but it's. I think. Uh, at a certain point, the the creators had to come out and say like, "You need to wind it in. It's not, or you're going to be really disappointed by the ending." Because there was loads of fan theories, and I think yeah, the thing they is, went mental with the fan such... theories, didn't they? Yeah, I think the the issue was because it was week by week. It gave people like a chance to kind of theory, theorize everything. Can how how many how long was the gap? Was it about a three four month gap between uh, since part one, part two.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think, May to September. So yeah, I give it four, five months.
1: five months. Four months, yeah. So I, 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 cause I remember talking to my uncle about it when he said he was there and he said it was. He mentioned there was a competition at the time, even over here, it was a competition um, to find out who, who actually shot him and stuff. But you know, it's a good. It's a good enough. I, I, I think I mentioned last episode as well in regards to endings. You know, endings are always hard, especially, like, big two-parters like this. They're always hard to kind of stick the land in anyway. I think this is quite a serviceable episode. It's not as good as the first one. I think the first part's a lot... You know, there's a lot more jokes, but on my second rewatch earlier this morning, you know, there's still bits what just really made me laugh. Um, But what about yourself? Did you have any
0: theories when you were younger? Um, Well, watching it uh, for the first time... uh... I didn't expect who the uh, who the shooter was supposed to be, but I thought it was hilarious. I was about like, nine or 10 at the time, but I just thought, oh, that's like cool. Well, I'd never really expected that. Um, but who I thought it was before, I mean, I probably just would have went Homer or um, Abe because like, and then, again, horribly dated among us stuff, but you know, he was very sus. He was very sus around that guy. <laughs> That gun and uh, everything else there with his delivery, but um, I will say uh, it's not, it's a, it's not as good as the first one because the first one is no. a lot of setting it's setting up the dominoes there and it's a lot of intricate weaving and thread in which it's full respect and full credit to they did an absolute banger, but I still think this is very good there. Um, I think
1: all credit to the episode. It it does kind of. Um, it does answer all the questions what yes. he raised in the first one which is very good and not they don't always do that I think the only one what they kind of don't really answer is they don't question Barney, I don't think No, no That's the only one who they didn't really do but everyone else, you know, it explains Smithers, it explains Seymour um, you know oh. Uh, Grounds Creeper Willie showing a bit too much of of Willie that's the last word Uh, about that the first half of this episode is very much a um, uh, I can't think of the word explanation drop what what did he call it exposition exposition that's the word Uh, an exposition drop on, on various different things and he kind of I don't know We'll get to it when we're kind of reviewing the episode and talking about it.
0: We open up this two-parter to um, you know, Smithers. Well, I mean, it's like he's going through lockdown himself there. Um, he's become this drunken recluse, and his mouth feels like an ashtray. And he spits out a load of facts. Now, here's the thing: Mr. reader here has seem to have gotten his life together, and he's a completely better man, he's given up the smokes. So there's two real good smoking gags in here which I can't make anymore. So thanks, Cal. I can't say, oh, is this Cal Reader in real life? No, because you've gotten (laughs) a lot cleaner now. So thank you. I was going to make sure, like, oh, it's Smithers Cal. But no, that's gone now.
1: Oh, you know. (laughs) The thing is what they say about smoking is if I would have still been smoking. I'll start again. You see, the thing is, Tyler. You know, by giving up smoking, I did get fucking Rona, so, <laughs> like, swings and roundabouts.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> I know the feeling of when you wake up and it, smell, it does feel like you've just been gargling a fucking ashtray, but, you know, Smithers quite literally has. <laughs> and this this is like one of the, you know, he kind of wonders whether or not if he is a drunken mess and, and he, uh, he, he can hear the shower going. And goes into the shower, sees Mr. Burns. You know, oh, it's a horrible dream. You know, he's still in the shower, which is a reference to Dallas, because yes, in the um, I can't remember which season it is. Uh, not Bobby, the other, the other Ewing brother decided he wanted out of Dallas for a full season. No, so he no, introduced
0: that, Pat,
1: Patrick Duffy was Bobby Ewing. Patrick Duffy, was he? Oh, right, okay. John uh, Jr. weren't they? Yeah. So, Bobby Ewan, he wanted out for whatever he's sick of being typecasted and, and, and everything from there. Uh, decides to leave Dallas out of the blue. So, they kind of kill him off. He gets run over for a full season. They introduce a load of new people. Uh, people move on and stuff like that. And then he decides, because the viewership had kind of gone down a little bit, they go back to Patrick Duffy and ask him if he wants. You know, back in, we'll offer you more money. To which he says, "Yes." So, the, the next season, which I think was season seven, uh, or the end of the season, I think he uh, his wife wakes up, and it's a very infamous scene. And like my mum, who was a big fan of Dallas, and it was like it was kind of when they started jumping the shark because it was just, it was so weird. Like, they, because they had all did they, because they introduced so many characters, they had to like have workarounds of of why these characters were back in it as well and like well it was always a, all my a dream wasn't different. it yeah was but key key like w- 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 so sorry, sorry wendy yeah it is a big kind of bullshitty kind of excuse i guess it's more now now it's more kind of overused but maybe then it wasn't as much but like i said because they had been introducing characters the following season when bobby Ewing were back they had to reintroduce some of these characters in different ways and stuff which i guess is like a soft
0: Reboot kind of thing. Very weird. But it's fine, because everything's back to normal. Do do do
1: do, do, do 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 Smithers, wait your turn. There's plenty of hot water for all.
0: Sir. You weren't shot. Ha <sighs> It was all a dream. That's right. The year is nineteen sixty-five, and you and I are undercover detectives on the hot rod circuit. Now let's burn rubber, baby! Speedway squad in color. Wait,
1: that was all a dream.
0: Ah, oh, hey, then maybe I haven't become a hideous drunken wreck. I... Oh. Now let's burn rubber, baby. Oh, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't expect this. The first time I watched it as well, just this little <coughs> surreal bit. Sweetway Squaw and color, and it's very <laughs> Hanna Barbera. And the fact he brings yeah. out like a sawn off as well, like it's gone <laughs> rogue. I was
1: kind of expecting. Is it? What's that racing animation, the Japanese one with a fucking monkey? That is Speed Racer, I think. Oh, is that, yeah. is that what it is? Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: because right. it's like, ah, oh, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. the movements don't match up. I thought of that as well.
1: Yeah. But then uh, Smithers obviously, he wakes up and he goes, oh, oh, it's all a horrible dream. Oh, okay. Well, maybe my life isn't turned into a drunken mess and it seems out and his house is an absolute oh. shit <laughs>
0: and he belches out the fags as well <laughs> he does. there's no avoiding it uh, I think this one got the first big gut laugh of me right after we see uh, Smithers has become a wreck because Ken, what is he, he just says oh dozens of people have gone down in Springfield but no one is important, I'm Ken <laughs> <Brockman."> <laughs> <laughs> like what hellscape are they living in now
1: there's quite a few of these with little things where you kind of forget about it and like We'll get through it when when we get to it. But there's also quite a lot of heavy memes in this episode, from uh, infamous one, you know, with, with Mo and such like that. A little bit later on, um, but yeah, it's, it's it's just a little thing. Kent's very funny in this episode. You know, just a little bit later on, which is possibly it was going to be one of my favourite jokes of the episode. I'll uh, get to what my favourite part was when when we do get to it.
0: Can you imagine? Um... Cow, like the initial shock of people watching it for the first time, where he goes, "Oh, Montgomery Burns was sent to the hospital where he was presumed dead," he's then moved <laughs> to a greater hospital where he was presumed to, to alive. <laughs> it's it's
1: those good little, you know, red herring kind of thing—not red herring but kind of like deviation. It would have been so interesting just to, if they would have just killed him off and would have just gone. Yeah,
0: by. just the little screwy bit there. Oh yeah. god. Uh, and then we have Ken going straight to, you know, our man uh, heading the whole thing there. And, hell, I don't know about you, Cal, he's my MVP for this episode. It's Clancy Wiggum. He's on the Hey. Is he the best character in this episode? Uh,
1: it's a very strong uh, Wiggum episode, definitely, for sure. He's, he's got a lot of good bits, that, you know, just the bits. I will I'll I'll, I'll kinda of point at them as they go in, but he kind of <laughs> how useless he is almost but uh, is at the same time. Um y- you know yeah. there's little jokes where like for example after after he wakes up he goes, Oh, I'm just gonna get some uh, some coffee. Oh, what? Oh. Well, I'll just drink this warm cream anyway. Drinks it, falls asleep as he's drinking it, you know, has the weird <laughs> dream and then when when Eddie comes not Eddie, Lou. No, it is Eddie, yeah. When Eddie comes, Eddie, and he yeah. goes. Oh yeah, we should we should check his suit. Oh, did you have a weird dream as well? Uh, I'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just kind of a little bit later on in the episode as well. When when you know when when they raid the Simpsons house, mm. and he's just stood there, like letting them all happen, do it. And he's they're not arresting him straight away. Just going this fucking wrecking shop. Yeah, <laughs> like. swatting him. But he's a very yeah. He's definitely. Definitely one of the stronger uh, characters in this episode. Um, There's still, you know, um, Smithers is used very well. Um, Seymour is used beautifully. Um, but, I, yeah, probably MVP's got to go to... We should start doing this. We should start giving the MVP of the episode.
0: Wickham's already on the case. He's, speaking, uh, he's getting his boys to speak to two people who are at the vicinity of the crime at the time. And... Um... Yeah, very intense looking Lou and Ago, Did you see this man? Do you know where he was when Burns was shot? And uh it's Santa's it little helper in Maggie. Uh, it's no use. There is no talking. So they've finessed the system there. They've no commented their way and they're uh, guilt free, you imagine? Yeah, yeah, for sure. they are quite literally
1: like, I don't seen, like
0: seasoned it... crims.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you tell <laughs> The thing is, though, a lot of the time with, um, like, whodunits and stuff like that, I watch a lot of them, like police drama, uh, dramaticals and, and all this stuff, or I did for a stage. I kind of clicked on... They don't always do the Columbo thing where they show the murder and show who done it and then the whole episode is is the person who's, who's kind of thingy. They tend to show... The, the first suspect they kind of interview or the show tends to be the person who's done it. So, obviously, at that point people in the nineties. Fucking get wrecked, you know. It's from future. Future Carl. <laughs> should know better. And then maybe nine eleven would happen, no, I'm joking.
0: Oh, god. <laughs> We're at Evergreen Terrace now and Lisa's helping inform the viewer, recap saying, Oh, anybody could do it, even us and goes through the family, you know, Bart he injured your dog there, grandpa you wrecked the retirement home and Dad, you sort of went mental when you couldn't even remember your name and Bart even pointing out the fact that oh no you're not so innocent yourself there and they're right because Lisa's music program got shut down and Tito Puente had to go back to Cuba there <laughs> and they start bilking like oh there's no way I could have murdered him oh yes you could oh no I can oh yes you could oh <laughs> in daddy's eyes you're both potential murderers <laughs> I mean that's very good parenting he's not picking a side yeah for sure I it, it,
1: it is very kind of on the part of similar, uh, this is what I like with Bart and Lisa's relationship is when, when they kind of go away from them being almost like quite adult in in how they speak and how they think and such to bickering like children because yeah, they are children. They are kids. <laughs> and it, you see, you see it like regardless, like even with parents and grandparents and stuff, when when they're with the siblings and they'll still bicker. Mm. It's just you know that never, never kind ends. of leaves. It's, it is, it's an ongoing battle, you know. I've got four. I've got three of them to outlive, and with my current standard at the moment, it's not looking likely oh, for me. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Marge, um, like the bystander in the game of Among Us, says, "Oh well, you know they've already got a suspect. You know it's Smithers. And what does everyone do? Oh yeah, oh it's fine. Yeah, oh you know, oh he was, at, he was bioelectrical there. He was looking sus. Yeah, Smithers yeah. did it, cow."
1: <laughs> Smeagas did it, and then he um, he gets his hat. And this is probably my favorite part of the episode. Is this delivery? it's it, it, there's so many bits that are so close, which are quite funny. Good
0: night, Good night,
1: Good night, Kids, as far as Daddy's concerned, you're both potential murderers.
0: The police already have a suspect. It's Mister Smithers
1: Sure! Oh, yeah. that's a good suspect! Yeah. Oh, I bet he's the one!
0: one. Yes, yeah, Smingers did it! Case
1: closed! Now, where's my hat? I'm going to the outhouse! We don't
0: have an outhouse. <gasps> my tool set! Oh,
1: dear. He gets his hat, which is just randomly under the table. Um, he goes, oh, well, I'm going to go to the outhouse. And it, it carries silence, and some, Homer goes, we don't have an outhouse. <gasps> I told Shad and runs out runs <laughs> <laughs> Jesus after him. He
0: jumps out that chair. I've never <laughs> well, seen him you? so sprightly.
1: <laughs> uh, it's so. No, it's funny. a fantastic it's...
0: job by Castelloneta as uh, Grandpa and Homer there. Yeah, great delivery. But,
1: um, it's just so. It's just so quick, so quickly done. It's just so. And then the fact that when when he could cut back to Homer, the next scene he's cleaning out the tool shed <laughs> he's hosing it down he's hosing
0: down the shit <laughs> <laughs> we get to see Smithers going down the street contemplating if he actually could you know, attempt to murder someone there and he's trying to remember you know he was leaving the town meeting but it's all very blurry literally just silhouette figures there and you see him draw his weapon and he was no in my heart um, but he realises he's got a pistol and it's recently fired and then he just Breaks down in the middle of the street, thinking, "Oh no, I did shoot the gun." And then <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about this. Like the, there's a fella in a big sort of um. Muffler um, get up there advertising yeah. his garage. He's like, uh, and then he just pops. He pops a leaflet pop- in there. He's like, "Well, i have got to He's get rid of these away. somehow." <laughs> <laughs> it just goes on. Oh, I'll, I might as well mention it now. Um, the animators storyboard artists, and that they did a fantastic job of keeping Smithers dishevelled. There, he's a lot yeah. lighter shade of yellow, and like, especially yeah. under the police interrogation lights, there with a bit of stubble. Oh, fantastic character design there, really, um, added to the story. It's
1: really, it is really is really well. What, uh, you know, the difference? How the character models have kind of changed, and and you know a little bit later on? I'll get uh, with Krusty and and uh, Mel, Satchel Mel. How they act, you know, they completely change their demeanour, and 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 it's very well done throughout the episode.
0: Well, back out of Green Terrace, Homer's having to deal with the um, nice brown trout and sweet corn dish that Grand <laughs> Grandpa left there. But um, yeah, I I tell you what, I even forgot about this that sun, um Burns blocked out the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just this is just a quick fix, folks. Um, you yeah. want to talk about the pace in there? Like how we knock off the fact that oh this he did, he didn't do it, he didn't do it, he didn't do it with the suspect. they just get straight on to the fact that oh yeah we're gonna go and get down this big thing in the sun. Do you want to come with? Apparently he's got rickets. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's through lack of sunlight. I didn't even yeah know that through lack
1: of vitamin D. Uh, you tend to develop like a lot. It's very common for people in like ships. And for, um, especially in submarines and stuff like that, because they don't see natural daylight, they kind of start developing rickets. Not obviously as bad as as Homer. (laughs) It becomes so bow legged but yeah, it is very common.
0: But you've got everyone in there um, pulling it down. And they managed to get it down, but they've crushed a city. I mean, those poor citizens. Who was it, Cal? (laughs) What did they crush? See, this is
1: this is what I like about this. I like the delivery of it, of like crusty maybe not knowing where it is, and he goes, "Oh, what was the town where what we just crushed?" And uh, you know, Skinner straight out of bat, just without even flinching an eyelid. Oh no, Shelbyville. Yeah. Everyone cheers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck them. Smithers can't deal with this anymore. He can't deal with this guilt and shame barreling around in his head so he goes to the church there he goes to the confessional father I have a sin to confess there and you know he's trying to do what he can for God You know, he tried too much in the St. Patrick's Day parade but you know he <laughs> he's the one who shot Mr. Burns but oh no Wiggum's right sneaky sausage he's been in there listening to it how long was he in there
1: this is what I think and like how he how he kind of like taps the box this thing works a dream like he does it on a constant thing, on a constant, <laughs> like, as a tip line. Like, maybe it's not an actual church or whatever. Did you get the joke behind, uh, I tried walking in. Yes, because, um,
0: well, if it's to be allude to, uh, you know, Smithers' uh, personal lifestyle, um, the LGBT community weren't allowed to um, celebrate it, or they weren't allowed to have yeah. their own parade in the city of New York or Boston.
1: Yeah, they weren't allowed to walk in the parade of St. Patrick's Day. Um, uh, so... Kind of, I think they, they started having their own. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be, um, obviously. But it's, it's a nice little kind of quick jab, and I think it's kind of before the time where they kind of make Smithers you, you know, a kind of very obviously gay. It's kind of yeah, a nice little there. sort, of,
0: yeah. But now he's been, you know, formally uh, arrested. Uh, then I'll having him explain and get a recap again to the viewer at home, um that you know, once he crossed the line of normal villainy to cartoonish super villainy, that was it, you know. Get to see him again a nice little hint again, stealing candy from a baby there. They particularly recap that old scene. As soon as he says cartoonish super villainy, we have Doctor Colossus, <laughs> who I'd completely forgot about but I mean he is just a big um sixties Batman villain, isn't he?
1: He is. He's fantastic. He says, no
0: one can stop Dr. Colossus. Ah, ha ha ha. And presses the
1: button. To which he then uh, <laughs> crashes onto the fucking roof. <laughs> it is very... Uh, that, that is a, a 60s Batman villain because it's not very good. He's just like, ah, oh, when is my lawyer getting here?
0: <laughs> I will say, I found... I did like that, but I enjoyed... You get to see him once more. It's like, okay, Colossus, uh, you're free to go, but... Stay away from Mount Death Do- or whatever it was. But all my stuff is there. Do mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, walk- he does a little kick as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and when he walks behind, and he's just kind of like... He's got his head slumped and he's like... Ugh. Mm. like fair enough. He's a villain, but he will he listens to the law.
0: That's it, Cal. Smithers has been formally charged there. And, you know, much like OJ case or big murder trials. He's getting sent out. All the papirazzis surrounding him there. But Kent's not first on the scene.
1: No. Uh I can't remember his name, fucking... Dave Shun, uh, I believe. Dave Shun from the Springfield Chopper. Uh, who are you and where are you going? <laughs> 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 it's fantastic. It's just such a good delivery and then Ken, you know, second fucking zinger, they say, oh, do your research. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he says, oh, how do you feel now? And Smithers goes, oh, Kent, you know, I feel as disappointed as Madonna was when she realised she missed Tailhook. And, um... Do you know anything about the tailhook scandal? I do not know. Because it's actually a really dark joke. A tailhook scandal was a load of um, officers and generals with the US um, Army or Navy. They all, well, they had these lewd, um, what they call them, bunga bunga to relate to, you know, old sex scandal in Italy. Um, right. And then a lot of sexual harassments came from them. So Madame right. saying, "Oh yes, I can't wait to get sexually harassed." It's like, "Oh, oh that's really I know it's really grim."
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: But to yeah, I didn't re- quickly. I didn't
1: really understand the joke, if I'm honest, because mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a bit dated or what. But that's interesting.
0: <laughs> but to quickly parlay from that grim image, we back out to see Crussy giving us, "Hey, they stole my bit," and then Mel's with him say, "Oh no, you stole it from last night's. Pardon my, oh, I stole, made up. What's the difference?" <laughs> but now we have Sideshow Mel uh, assuming the role of the viewer now saying oh no you know Smith is clearly stated at the town hall meeting that uh, he never missed pardonizing at 3pm I noted that down as that was quite unusual
1: because he gets the pipe out as well doesn't he yes. <laughs> like, hmm.
0: but yes I'll let you say Cal I do like the little role reversal of uh, Mel leading there showing his real, uh, state edu- his real college education there yeah, I think
1: is this one of the earlier episodes where uh, uh, Mel kind of actually shows his his smartness because he is obviously a fescue yeah, and he's just yeah, trapped in a, it. Is. I don't know if this is one of the first ones where it kind of introduces it or.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. It's one of the strongest cases of it. Yeah, they raced out to the police station. I'm Melvin Van Horn. <laughs> this is my sidekick Herschel Kristowski. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I've never heard it in a non performative way but just <laughs> in a nice non-formal <laughs> Mel clearly states that he gives uh, Smithers the alibi that he was at home watching part of my zinger so there's absolutely no way he could have done it there now uh, with that new information Smithers head's a bit clearer we see again his um, recounting of it it's getting a bit, it's getting very um, uh, Russian more now because yeah. now we've got another perspective or his further perspective and it turns out it was Jasper you know, simmer down. I'll let you go. The street's for a normal walk, not fancy walking. <laughs> and he's may have shot innocent old Jasper, but they've not had a report on anything, Cal. That's bizarre.
1: It is, and it's, just, and you know, it really, really hurts, Smithers. He goes. So instead of wounding an old evil man, I may have killed an innocent old man. That's much worse. And Chrissy goes, about fifty <laughs> oh, volts <yeah>. worth, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they end up going to the uh, retirement at home to just check on on uh, Jasper to see how he does. And you knock on his door and he answers. And, you know, without batting around the butch, uh, <laughs> Wiggum just goes, can we see you like him?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he goes, mm. do you remember what type of wood it was?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: Spruce. spruce oh is it mahogany oh, I'm delight myself now that's fine mahogany is <laughs> yeah. the bullet still stuck into the fucking leg <laughs>
0: oh yeah Smithers is fine with it can he forgive you for me shooting you in the leg who he shot you in the what? now and we end with the outbreak break saying hey hang on I've got another question have you got any clue of who shot Vince? because we're up the creek with this one there <laughs> now you'll notice um, dear listener that there's got these little individual arcs much like your Treehouse of Horrors or um, what have you and with this one it's basically clearing Smithers or it is the Smithers arc the next one it's you know, picking people off uh, making sure they didn't do it and also setting up Homer He's numero uno and then third is the big reveal and the big climax That I like how they've done this Cal
1: yeah, definitely. It's, it it runs very smoothly. It it kind of. I feel I feel like the s- second part is possibly the strongest part of the episode. Maybe they very quickly kind of get rid of any other. You know, it's a good it's a good build up towards a, qu- a crescendo of like who actually shot shot him kind of thing. You know, you know, just good jokes with everyone who's involved, and and it's just nice.
0: We're back into the second act now, and um my god is this um the british media because Kent just goes oh now with the prime suspect cleared we now have to ask ourselves who can be as bloodthirsty as Wayne Smithers <laughs> like, fucking hell <laughs> there's no break for these people cal
1: instant well there isn't and then a little bit later in the episode like it's still you know they're still all bloodthirsty like everyone can... <laughs> like little but you know when Smithers when when they kind of start hunting Homer and smithers and answers to the news, you know, there's a 50 grand reward, and everyone's kind of listening, because dead or alive, everyone's like, yeah, fuck it, let's get (laughs) him.
0: But having the family now look at this new report, Marge says the silly, normal TV thing of, oh, it's always the person you suspect. No, Mum, actually, 95% of cases it is. Otherwise, Hmm. it's some nut job that did it for some stupid reason. And, of course, they all look at Homer and we now have the recap of Homer's motive saying he couldn't remember my name and we get to see that beautiful swinging Scream. animated shot that I will remind yeah. you again folks that takes a lot of effort and a lot of money so I love that we have Marge saying something as well um oh, you know we can't have you can't get involved with you know people uh, for attempted murder and such oh we have my favorite grandpa line in this going, ah, you don't know what you're capable of <laughs> i didn't think i could shoot down a german plane but last year, I proved myself wrong. <laughs> and you get to see Marge's little smile go like, oh, oh no. <laughs> well, that's another skeleton in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> so we now got, we've now got Lisa on the case. Um, now she becomes the driving force um, instead of the <laughs> net police.
1: Well, she kind of goes, well, Nancy Drew said all you need is an inquisitive mind and two good friends. And I've got an inquisitive mind, which is so sad. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
0: they finally got um, like, something like go on, Cal. Bullet, mm-hmm. shot Burns um, <laughs> and um, I think this is doing a bit of you now because oh I'll pick up my Agatha Christie I watched a bit of Murder Show. I need to find what the bow tie <laughs> is now alright I guess we'll di- delve into it now Cal do you have a favourite series are you all Columbo are you all Jessica Fletcher are you all Poirot uh,
1: <laughs> probably Columbo if I'm honest he's the best he's, he's, just, cause he just... he's
0: got a great technique
1: he does, you know. He plays the idiot and stuff, and and, and he kind of slowly works towards it, and before they end up finding out, you know, he's not as daft as the the imagined. They always think he's he's worse than he is, um, but it's just, especially the obviously towards the end, they get a bit daft. But like the earlier ones are really were really really well made, like they and there's some really big stars as well. Um, you know, Johnny Cash is in them uh, in an episode. He, he did an original song which was the only song he did for them, so they played it about two hundred times, um, throughout the episode. Um, you know, Dick Van Dyke's in two episodes. Uh, they're just, they're very good. You know, Jessica Fletcher, uh I kind of watched a little bit uh I I, I say I didn't watch. I, I I I grew up more watching Columbo randomly when max my dad really likes it so I just used to watch and used to hate it and when you kind of start watching it and you're like oh shit actually it's quite good um i remember around christmas i think it was last year actually um, when they were putting up the christmas decorations and i was just sat watching tv because i wasn't allowed to do anything cause i wasn't allowed to help anyone but I, to, I was the person who had to bring all the boxes down and stuff um so i was just what there's nothing on tv and there's this there was this an episode of murder she wrote <laughs> And then I ended up watching about three or four episodes because it was just fucking <laughs> <laughs> you in. It was just hurt, but yeah, you know, there's... Morse. Morse is quite good. Um, Endeavour also, you know, more British ones. Uh, I've watched a few Poirot, um, but definitely Columbo. What about yourself? Do you watch murder mysteries or anything? Or
0: no, uh, not fictional ones. I really like um, Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody. It's a good one. They've done like two big bumper ones, like uh, on one person. They did one with a woman who like seduced men to try and uh, kill her, yes, ex- husband.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a good one.
0: And then one went to the heart of the police because he was done for fraud and for taking money. Yeah, uh, I love yeah. them, but I will say I never had Murder on the Orient Express, uh, Express spoiled for me. So I thought, I'll watch, I will watch this modern one with Kenneth Branagh and the big yeah. super cast with Olivia Coleman and such. Ah, oh, what a twist, Cal. Just good. amazing how they did it there and I was blown off in the socks and then I was that annoying film fan who was going, no, but you'll you'll never get the ending and then they just say it out loud and I'm like, wait, how? Oh, well, it's been around for like 70 years. Ignore <laughs> that, just be as astounded and in wonderment as I was, please
1: oh that's such such, such like blissful in, ignorance kind of thing
0: that's it yeah
1: it's lovely like i I do like enjoy things like that where it's just kind of you know i, I remember the th- one time i watched um the film ghost you know with uh, patrick swayze and i was going downstairs and i was like the next morning i was like i just watched a really good film last night you've probably never heard of it being it's like One of the most famous films of all time.
0: (laughs) I always forget that weird bit where, um, right at the end, you get to see those four black spirits just like rip them away. Like, oh, they don't show that on Gogglebox when they rewatch it. Hang on on a minute. (laughs) We have Lisa on the case, and again, it's a lot of recaps now, folks, but you know, you got to in this uh, two part. You get to see Moe's motive, Barney's motive, Skinner, and groundskeeper Willie. And they bring up the fact that he missed out on the crystal slot bucket cow. Damn (laughs) them. And again, is this Cal Reader in The Simpsons? Ah, who was that jazz teacher? Senor Mambo? Mr. Uh, Sambara? Oh, Tito Puente, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Have you got his name down now, Cal? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say fair play to the boys. They'll find any excuse to go on a holiday. They go all the way down to Cuba, don't they, Cal? To track Tito Uh Puente.
1: See, I didn't think he actually went back to Cuba. Did he actually? Is that what...
0: Well, if it's not Cuba, then it's some Cuban bar, but I assume it's Miami yeah, yeah. or down the coast there with the big culture. But, you know, Tito, in all fairness, he has got an alibi. He was nowhere near, but why shoot the man? We well, can set his soul fire with his slanderous mambo. And what a song, Cal. This doesn't get nearly as much traction or as love on the socials when I'm uh, going through all the fan accounts there. What a song. Revenge, of course, but why wound his body with bullets when I can set his soul of fire with a slanderous mumble? Listen if you will, to my revenge. Uno, dos, tres. Wounds won't last long, but an insulting song Burns will always carry with him. So I'll settle my score on the salsa floor with this vengeful Latin rhythm. Bird. Con el corazón de perro Señor Bird.
1: I've got the lyrics here uh, in front of me here, I'm not going to sing it, don't worry um, but once, uh, wounds won't last long but insulting song Burns will always carry with him so I settle my score with, a sam- uh, with on the samba floor uh, with the eventual Latin rhythm Burns <laughs> do, do 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 Cornell uh, Corzan Senor which I'm just trying to find out what that actually means.
0: Perro uh, might be dog. I'm trying to uh, use my Mexican wrestling knowledge. This perro burro. Well dog. done. Yeah. W-
1: with the heart of a dog. Uh, Senor Burns, El, uh, the devil. Uh, con dinero. De El Diablo can. I'm trying to think. The devil no. with money, maybe. maybe. Because dinero like. is yeah. Oh, go on, go on.
0: Dinero is money. I
1: know that. With money? Well done. I'm very impressed. Even though you probably looked this up before. <laughs> no, uh, I was a big Eddie Guerrero right.
0: fan and Lucha Underground fan so I'll put it all down to right. folks.
1: And then, well, the devil, uh, the devil with money. Uh, this may not surprise you but all of us despise you. Please, Please die. die and fry, and fry, fry in, hell. in hell. Love that You mind. rotten rich old wrench. And then he goes Adios the Jaco
0: I don't know what that one is, I'll be honest. Goodbye. Uh, go- old man. Ah, right. Wonderful. Much like you and me and the rest of the audience, Wiggum and the boys are completely blown away by this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish they're all exciting. This is, like, it's not even a proper gag, but one of the best smash cuts there that made me yep. gut lap again. <laughs> Who is it? Who's the most boring bastard you can think of in Springfield? Skinner. Oh, what do me think? <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: the reality of police investigation. It's two hours of nothing. <laughs> See, this, but this is quite an under, understated gag as well. And it's it's kind of, you know, I was going to ambush him. Um, but, you know, I, I went into the bathroom early to put my tactical makeup on. But, and then he, but he got mixed up. And obviously he put on his mother's makeup, which it, I, I just love the idea of him just not, like... Not noticing till the end. <laughs> I...
0: Now I can understand is if it... you started with the eye because you yeah. have black out stuff, you know, your and lipstick stars and stuff, or your yeah, S.A.S. But surely the pink lipstick—if <laughs> you started with that, then it's just um,
1: and the eyelashes.
0: I will say, perfect application. You know, yeah, his stuff definitely. He's a real James Charles.
1: It's just I love the fucking delivery of this scene of kind of of <laughs> charmers. when he walks in. He goes, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I must have got wrong. He goes, oh, uh, <laughs> me, it's me. a pretended charmers." He goes, <laughs> that... oh, dear God. I don't know if it's kind of like... It's, just like, it's the delivery of It's like, did he not properly see who it was? Was he a little bit turned on? And mm. <laughs> he's, he's disgusted, you know, not disgusted himself, but, like, confused, <laughs> like... It's, just that it's the quick delivery as well when he hit back and he goes, yep, yeah, so uh, pre- uh, Superintendent Chalmers will be able to collaborate your alibi. And he's like, yeah, 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 he would. but Don't believe him on anything else he says. It's <laughs> <laughs> a <bloody> lie.
0: <laughs> we then get on to, like, another thriller reference. You get quite a litany of them throughout this episode there. Um, and we have uh, Basic Instinct, is it? Yes. I was mixing up with Fatal Attraction. Basic Instinct, Willie here. I could knee have shot, buns, and then all meat and veg there, cow.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> it's a last warning about that. But he couldn't have shot him, could he, cow? Because he was too busy playing Space Invaders. And he got arthritis.
1: In the 70s, with his uh, and his index fingers. Uh, to which uh, Lou goes, oh, I love that game. Or is it, no, is it, uh, uh, it's Wig a minute, Who says it. Yeah, ah. He goes, oh, yeah, I love that game, game. <laughs> you basically think, what do you think he was actually up to in the Highlands of Scotland?
0: Well, I hate to say it, it's Scotland and it's to do with triggering something with an index finger, so I just jumped to heroin uh, If I'm completely <laughs> honest, train spotting's ruined it for me. <laughs> and we have, hell, one of the best gags they've ever done Mo and the lie detector. Um, yeah. Cal, I mean, what else needs to be said? Do you hold a grudge against Montgomery Burns?
1: No. All right, maybe I did, but I didn't shoot him.
0: Checks out. Okay, sir, you're free to go.
1: Good, because I got a hot date tonight. Odd date. Dinner with friends. Dinner alone. Watching TV alone. All right. I'm going to sit at home and ogle the ladies in the Victoria's Secret catalog. See his catalog. Now, would you unhook this already, please? I don't deserve this kind of shabby treatment. It's a classic. I think this is probably the most memorable bit of the episode It's the one what they kind of, they come in like peaks or whatever, but do you remember the questions? Have you got them in front of you by any chance?
0: Um, did you have a grudge against Montgomery Burns? No negative. Okay. I did, but I didn't shoot him. And well, that clears him. Yeah. And then it's, um, I have a hot date, a date dinner with friends, dinner alone, watching TV, watching TV alone and then uh, he says ogle but I'll just say I'll have a shifty yeah. one to the models of Victoria's Secret catalogue yeah Sears catalogue which is like a Matalan I assume
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah so, you know, oh yes the pullover wool knits fwa <laughs> <laughs> and then his own body rejects him or his own mind rejects him I don't deserve this kind of shared treatment <laughs> That's the perfect cherry there. Um, yeah, amazing. And this is where we now get. Uh, we're back to the Simpsons family. And possibly one of the culprits as well. Because we have Marge questioning, Oh, when I found your cigar box, there's no gun. Do you know where it's gone? And uh, Grandpa rightfully goes, Oh, do you think I'm some sort of thieb? Who found the China's hutch? Who threw cane at the TV there? But she just can't be asked and walks away. But. We see Abe again acting and says, Oh, you're the bees these baby. I miss you bad. With the little revolver. This is a quick animation. This is like Red Dead. like, well, <laughs> Equip, unequip, equip, unequip. Why
1: is he putting orange juice in his cereal?
0: I guess you get some sort of flavour in it. Which Maybe. is, again, it's very rank, but still.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's very good. It's a quick, you know, when Marge comes back. Are you talk to me? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're about halfway through now but this is an all night barn buster cow um, uh, yeah you've already said it before but um, we can, oh, I'll drink this warm cream <laughs> <laughs> and we get um, one hell of a reference that I didn't get until I even heard of Twin Peaks cow are you a big fan did you understand this scene as a kid do you appreciate it more as an adult
1: uh, I didn't really understand I, I, I don't know I think kind of when I first, first watched it, I just probably thought it was a bit weird, but then kind of, I was aware of what it was referencing before um, I actually watched it. I've tried watching Twin Peaks. Um, I tried watching it in university. I just, it was just too weird. It was just, there's a woman who like strokes a fucking log in it and they don't ever like mention it. It's very weird. It's a very weird fucking show. There's uh, two fellas there's having
0: an orgasm over brie and butter baguettes
1: yeah <laughs> fucking David Lynch he's he's an interesting guy he does weather reports on YouTube now and he just, I've seen and it, that it's amazing and yeah they're like they're not weird or anything like that they're just legitimate weather reports and he and it, there's another one where he gives like a word of the day or something like that and I just love the idea of just being such a kind of a famous director and just saying yeah it's like the weather I'm just gonna yeah <laughs> like, you can do what you want <laughs> yeah exactly and we was gonna stop it, and then everyone clicks off, and he was like, "No, we like it." He was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll keep it going then." <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, but it, it's very good. I, I do enjoy this episode because obviously, Twin Beaks, it doesn't make sense. I think one of the reasons, it's one of those shows where it's because it's so weird, it kind of that's what helps make it makes it so kind of like famous, really. But um, I just love the kind of like trying to beat around the bush. And I've, I've, this has happened to me many times, times. Someone's trying to be like quite alluring. It's like, oh, Wingham's oh, yeah. cutting
0: through the shit, isn't he? <laughs> yeah.
1: he's <laughs> just like, what? What are you on about? Huh? <laughs> Speak it out. It's like when you have to explain a joke. It's just like, <laughs> I remember one time, many years ago, there was this girl who worked across uh, in a different store from where, where I worked. And like I spotted her and I was like, oh, she's lovely. Here, blah, blah, blah. And at one time, we'd, she'd popped into like my coffee shop before and, and, you know, we'd have a little bit of a flirt and stuff. And then one time, I kind of had a chance to actually talk to her. And she was just like, um, she's like, oh yeah, you're right. What are you up to? Blah, blah. And I was like, I'm good. How are you? She was like, well, you know, I've just I'm I'm not long broken up with my boyfriend. Um, so I'm all home alone. I finish it this time. I don't really know what, what I'm going to do. I don't really want to be alone. Um, you know, I, if I could do anything, I'd do anything, you know. Uh, but I just don't know what I'm going to do. What are you doing tonight? And my first interaction was, my, my reaction was, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to see Finding Dory with my sister. <laughs> she just kind of looked at me going out and was like, Ah, okay. And I'm like. Well,
0: I bought the tickets, love, like, come on. Uh, I know, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and I was just like, oh dear god, like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> That's the quickest, like, interaction of, like, oh fuck, what? what why did I do that, you fucking imbecile? But, you know, it is what it was. Finding Dory was okay. <laughs> we're still not close. Boy, this is gonna be an all night brain buster. Oh, better drink some coffee. Oh, we're out of coffee. Ah, well, I'll just drink this warm cream. <sighs> <sighs> oh. oh. oh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm not following you. Burns' suit! suit! Huh? Look at Burns' suit! Yeesh!
0: Ha! 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 I had an idea, Chief. Why don't we check out that suit Burns was wearing when he got shot?
1: Did you have the same backwards talking dream with the flaming carts?
0: I'll drive. Wiggum gets the vision to look at Burns's suit there. And so they do just that. And they find a little hair there. This could be the jackpot for them. So they go to the forensic analysis. And um, again, this is the second wasted cow reader joke um, there. Um, can you still be bribed with a thousand uh, Lambert and Butler's cow? Or is that completely gone now? What's your new bribe?
1: Maybe. You could probably still bribe me. With I can sell them all. Um, I don't know. Tea, maybe? I drink a lot of tea. The thing is, from stopping smoking, and because I work at home, I can kind of sneak off and have smoke breaks, or I used to, but um, because I don't smoke anymore, but I still take the breaks because I'm not just sat sat in my room all day. Um, stretch my legs and stuff. I don't really know what to do, so like I tend to just scream into the pillow or like, you know, see how it goes. So probably tea. I, I like tea. You could bribe me with like some tea or coffee, a nice, you know, smoky green tea. And I'd I'd you know sell out my own mother, tell her that like, she's been.
0: Breaking lockdown <laughs> so far. <laughs> With the bribe of like a thousand Laramies there, he gets the data within seconds there, and it turns out it's a Simpson DNA. And as soon as that happens, um, Burns wakes up from his coma there and screams, Homer Simpson. And we've got a name. Bingo, the gunman has a name. And they just <clears> run <throat> to Evergreen green terrace. The Simpsons family <laughs> get swatted. They're smashing down the door. They're smashing vases there. Um, Great score as well. Like, it really ramps up. Like, the joking's gone now. Now it's the really thrillery kind of bit there. Yeah. And Lisa's panicked, saying, Chief Wigan, what the hell's going on here? Well, it turns out your father's, you know, the number one suspect now. The old man even identified him. And even when the little dusting of prints there, it turns out that Homer's prints are on the gun, folks, and are on that glass of milk there just to solidify even more. Yeah. And that's. How we end the act break? The family's getting torn apart and Homer's being accused of murder now. Um, but for a bit of levity, don't. Oh, that's what they all say. They all, they say, all don't. say don't. <laughs> There's
1: a very good quick like with with Bart as well. When they when go, oh, huh, what, DNA and, and evidence? Yeah, they've got nothing on you. Dad, run quick! And he's just <laughs> slowly pushing it.
0: we get into the final act now, folks, where we get the big climax. Um... Before all that, we have Homer getting chained up, he's in the paddy wagon. This, folks, is my absolute favourite part of the episode there. Because it's such an escalation, and of course Wiggins going through the drive-thru.
1: Yeah, we need two cups of coffee, and two orders of bite-sized breakfast pancakes, with extra dipping sauce. Please
0: pull up to the service window, please.
1: The wagon's too tall. Oh, I don't want to have to get out. I'll just drive up on a curb. Blug. Almost got it. Drop the food, Chief. No. Ding fools. Dry right food's not for the parking.
0: Hi, Ann. I'm going to take my break now they pull up to the side and it's a 7 foot clearance cow the wagon's too tall I'll drive up around the side and wouldn't you just drive it around the side then get out oh no not our clancy here but he just reaches out the very wide man uh no and it's this word that just blog. It's that's not even a word that's not even an exclamation but just blog and trying to get it. drop the food chief it's everything, it's just the very sincere warning from uh, Lou there, and then he just goes over with, with yeah. Wiggum's crushed takes a bit of the uh, clearance out we have Jasper roll up I guess he was looking for vengeance because he because <laughs> he sort of fucked up his uh, false leg there, you know oh the drive-thru's not for a bargain and runs through there oh yeah, even, I, I even forgot to say um because it got rolled over there the doors come free and Homer's I believe this is a reference to the fugitive according to uh, show notes and that and they've done a side by side of it it's very very good it's very um, on the nose there but Homer, I don't know why to make it a bit more dramatic, he's climbed up on top of the paddy wagon to jump down as soon as it gets hit and then uh, he's got quick feet, it's like when you go into the gym (laughs) and do the ladder on the floor It's like uh, 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 and he's away Oh just amazing just escalation the little noises cow it's my favorite bit of the episode it's a very
1: strong bit you know and like and the Jaspers kind of uh back to an earlier to the earlier you know the side work stuff for uh for that type of walking or whatever said um it's just very good it's just, the music's fantastic you know the whole the fucking horn thing it's just, it's it's chef kiss beautiful.
0: We're back with Burns in the hospital now and it turns out that's all you can say according to a, a nice appearance from Dr Nick. And this is probably the most normal and competent Nick's ever been. Because yeah, he himself like just that. not going along with the joke. Oh, that was weird. And that's all you can say. <laughs> but he doesn't realise like, oh, my efforts will be none here. I best just wrap it up and do the physical. No, I'll keep asking him questions. When you were in that coma, did you feel your brain getting crushed or some shit?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's well, good though of his delivery of home uh, Simpson? He does that. He answers, mm, like, wonderful.
0: Hi everybody. Hi Dr. He Teddy. does the same cadence. That's a lovely touch. Mm-hmm. Lisa's still not happy with the fact that the Simpsons DNA—it's not her dad's. There, it could be anyone's. Marge, I've, I'm not going to lie. This was a bit. Thick, even when I was a lot younger, watching it, her going, yeah. "Oh, when I took your father's name, I took everything, including DNA, very much having the is—is is this fine? Is this a bit too thick for Marge?
1: What do you think, Carl?"
0: Uh it
1: depends on how you look at
0: it. You, you know,
1: is, it, is she? Kind of, yeah. She's 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 just being a bit dumb, and she or well, whatever, or she thinking because it's spunked inside of me, like my DNA has changed. But possibly, I don't know. I think I think it's kind of, it's kind of on par. Like you know, my mum tends to say some like daft, not as daft things like this. But I think it, I think the probably the reason why they did it is because if they hadn't mentioned it, people would be like, well, she wouldn't be a suspect. Why is she worrying so much? Because like Lisa, Lisa pointed out. Like you know, she's not technically a Simpson. She's only a Simpson by marriage. So it was a very I don't know. It's a it's a it's a good. I, the reason what I think I think sometimes he kind of put these shutdowns in is to stop fanfare of going like, well, why is she doing this? And all the fucking questions all the time, like from episode one, season six, uh at two minutes thirty seconds. You know.
0: <laughs> I get you. <laughs> as soon as Lisa says, there must have been some way that the prince got on the gun. We get to see some sort of flashback there with um, they've been out somewhere, Lisa and Homer. <laughs> Homer's adamant he's going to have both of these ice creams, he's double fisting these ice creams and uh Do you want me to hold one there, no, you chose fruit you live with fruit <laughs> and he drops one, the clumsy oaf and he's rifling round at the bottom of the car and he hits the gun and then he hits uh this little uh, lollipop as well what's that doing on the floor and very important as well Um, yeah they don't really linger on it it's just enough time for you to absorb it might not be nothing. Might be something, Cal. It's very well done. Do you do you take this as canon? As like what I think it is, isn't it really? Why should it happen? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I've got no gripes with uh, who it was or how they got there. So now, um... and again, just to sort of uh, end that scene of accusation, you know, suspicion can tear us apart. So you can't be saying these things. <laughs> Grandpa, oh that's right you know, we've got to stick together if we've got any thought of getting that horrible Homer the Justice like already he's thrown his son under the bus there for sake Abe. we now get uh, what you alluded to earlier Cal, um, you know, the manhunt for Homer Simpson there and what a photo from Homer this is football fan at World Cup 90 live from Italy like he's had a couple of Stellas and he's just been fighting the locals there that's a brilliant photo
1: I enjoy when they kind of bring Homer on to, uh, you know, like on the news and stuff. Not just this episode, but other episodes as well. Like the file photos are always mm. so Do you
0: have a favourite? <laughs>
1: um, isn't the one with him with like long hair, like an afro?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me have a look. Mine's got to well, be wait. just simply him with his tongue stuck to an iced pole.
1: That's a good one. Mm. Yeah.
0: Or the one where it's like loads of fags in his mouth. Cigarettes. <clears throat>
1: yeah, that's a good one. Uh, There's the one where uh, he's passed out on top of Marge. Yeah. Him fighting, Him fighting a griller. Oh, like, yeah. the griller's got his trousers. Mm. That's a good one. Just looking at some now. Uh, the Homer Russian one. Where it,
0: yeah, he's a communist. But he's yeah, not a porn star. Yeah, <laughs> The manhunt for Homer's now real. It's fifty thousand dollars, dead or alive, and like pigs and shit, they're all going for it now. <laughs> and I mean, this, this is the... where it. Oh, sorry, go on. Cal. No, sorry. It's oh, all I was gonna
1: say. Like, like I said earlier, like how quickly they go to the fucking witch hunt of just like Sue's murder. Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, everyone kind of starts charging, starts running, running. I would have liked to see more kind of panic looking. You, you know him, them looking in bins or like looking in random, like right in the fucking town or something like that. That would have been nice, um, but he'll go for the uh, fucking raging after him. Uh, what's Lisa doing in town again? I can't remember. She's just on a bike, and then.
0: Well, she goes to the cri- uh, scene of the crime, doesn't she?
1: She does. There we go. Apologies. Very very dumb of me. I Should have remembered. Blaming it on the crown. Um yeah, so she goes to town and it's it's you know, do the the Simpsons in the universe of the Simpsons, do the animals know how to speak? Because and they just choose not to. Because it's not the first time this has happened. This is the classic it's one of my favourite quotes of The Simpsons where Homer becomes a food critic and is looking for he's looking for for another word. So he goes, Rough He goes, Well, you've been saying that all day. Chewy <laughs> it's just, See, I it's don't get annoyed a... with
0: that because I just, I don't know, I just find it funny. It just tickles me
1: senseless. It's hilarious. It's it's generally one of my favorite favorite parts of the episode the Simpsons in general. But like the whole clue,
0: clue, and then pointing in the direction of of the clue. To drop in my current obsession as well. This is very Ghost of Shishima. She's following that little yellow bird. The next uh... objective. And now she's just gonna do the thing that is stopping the game from eating a ten out of ten and it's a nine out of ten. It seems every other time it's oh, footprints must be the Mongols. Yeah. Alright, Jin, you said that fifty times. it's never not the Mongols, is it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on a bit of a tangent on, on ghost, like that's the thing what kind of pisses me off where it's kind of like it is always it it always fucking happens when it's just like, oh the Mongols. Well yeah, it is the Mongols. <laughs> It's the Mongols, we have to kill all the Mongols. The Mongols are the worst in the world. It's like, well, they're not all going to be bad
0: people. (laughs) Like, be better, man. Come on, Jin, you fucking racist. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Burns has a surprising visitor now in the hospital. It's Homer. He's gone all hitman about it there. He's in a little doctor disguise there. (laughs) He is. And he's quite disturbed that um, Burns now knows his name and won't shut up with his name. And it looks like he's going to throttle burn, saying, oh, you won't be telling anyone about Homer Simpson anymore. <laughs> That's when we get Lisa going to the sundial, and we get to see really slow black-and-white footage of what happened. And then you get to see, from the chalk pattern, uh, what he landed on. This yeah. gives Lisa the moment of truth. And with that, she sees everyone rushing to the hospital. She beats them to the hospital there whilst they're... Run around the halls like a bunch of madmen. They're really getting to the end now, folks. This is the very quick climax now, and she goes right in front of the bay door, saying, "Stop! Don't shoot my dad. You wouldn't hurt a fly." And he's <laughs> he's violently shaking Ben, saying, "No!" Much in very much a mirror parallel to the first episode, where he's saying, "My name's Homer Simpson." He's now saying, "Stop saying my name." But it knocks he knocks Burns out of his trance or his catatonic state, doesn't it? It's, it is a good kind
1: of like when when he says, "Oh, so now you know who I am." And he stole. He he, he nods. He,
0: he doesn't nod. He uh, crosses his head, saying, "No, I don't." It yeah. Yes, I forgot that. But the, like he knocks him out of the state. And he goes, "Look, Smithers, who is this beast shaking me?" And if <laughs> and if Homer's not going to prison for evading arrest and like impersonating a doctor, he's going to do it for grabbing an officer's gun and then threatening to shoot What an escalation. Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) It is a good scream now where he just kind of turns around. Oh, yeah. It's it's very well done where he just screams, turns, grabs the gun and goes straight for the fingers. Tell him, tell him that I didn't shoot you. Again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Smithers, who is this beast that's shaking me? Joe, Before.
1: Shut? <laughs> By you, I'm afraid not, my primitive friend. Your kind has neither the cranial capacity nor the opposable digits to operate a firearm. Explanation, he goes, oh, no. Uh, I don't know if he kind of sees him as a fucking monkey or what. <laughs> like, mm. You don't have the uh, the cranium capacity or the...
0: Nor the dexterity uh, to operate dexterity. this firearm. Burns scans the room for who shot him and finds that person uh his blood runs cold and he shivers on back up uh, his pillow there in fright who um shot mr burns cow
1: uh mr it was bumblebee man
0: oh well thanks the cat's out the bag now cow and, uh, have you
1: seen the what's the the eclipse show where they kind of show like alternative checks <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and they legit um had to animate multiple endings there yeah because they kept him uh, guessing in the Animation room. Oh, interesting. The one who shot me was... (laughs) Maggie Simpson. Now, in all fairness, I do like the fact that um, the writers have kept this um, narrative going. She can operate firearms, and she's quite a dab hand at shooting.
1: Yeah. It is. It is very good, because you go into it a little bit later on in later episode... Uh... Where where, where the mafia come after Simpsons, and obviously in the film as well. They go, Get the baby! Mm. And she
0: goes straight for a fucking. Ready, a glass of bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Burns simply explains the fact that because Smithers attempted to, you know, thwart his attempt to take uh, candy from a baby, he was free to wallow in his own crapulence. What a word. And so Burns, after the town hall meeting has gone round, I feel like celebrating. You hear all that old audio once again. And he spots Maggie sitting in the Simpsons car there with the lollipop. And that's where you get the, I think you better drop it. And the struggle. And then his, uh, through the struggle, is revolver ends up coming free from the holster into the hands of Maggie. And it goes off there with the lightest squeeze of the trigger. And yes, that's where he collapses onto the sundial. And uh, goes to spell M-S, Maggie Simpson. But no, that wasn't his last bit of strength. He sucked back all of his fillings there, cow, because he yeah. can't trust these paramedics.
1: <laughs> I enjoy this kind of like, this explanation of it's when people overlook at things and it's just like, oh, hmm. it was obviously like a little little drink to it. He goes, no, it wasn't. Like, fuck Like, the fuck <laughs> are you on
0: <all> about? <laughs> Marge seems to wrap this up. Well, we can all go back to normal now. I mean, you know, she's just a baby at the end of the day, but Burns, he's a man of, you know, litigious nature nature you know officers arrest that baby oh no one's gonna convict a baby maybe texas but that's how we oh we don't end it on there um yeah maggie's surely innocent she's only a sweet little baby cow and
1: this is the thing where was it bill oakley who wanted this yes specifically um because of the kind of like she didn't do it on purpose did she it's just like a didn't Dun, 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 like good old Terminator guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a uh, pacifier suck um, replicating that of like shooting the gun. Gunshot, yeah. Besides, she didn't mean it. It was an accident. <laughs> and, we, and we even come out on a nice little rumba number with the Simpsons theme. Good old Tito Puente still uh, staying around there. That's how we end it. Cal, um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I thought this was great, but I'll go to you first. I don't think it's as good, but I need your thoughts and opinions. And you unique rating out of five, please. Uh, I think it's, yeah, exactly
1: what you said. Um, it's not as strong as the first part of the episode. It's definitely memorable in different ways. Um, it's as far as endings and two parts of endings and stuff it's very satisfi- satisfying um, you know because like I said earlier they don't always kind of go from every single thread they tend to drop a few uh, there's only really Barney which I guess kind of had the same I, I think it was just kind of a joke that it was Barney in the first place so it's good that they kept, on, like, kept it in uh, it's you know characters you don't normally get to see interact with each other um you know you got crusty and and uh, chief wiggum and, and such like that so overall it is it's a strong episode uh rating wise um probably would have to be quite you know content with it a good just because it's not as strong as the first part a 4.8 i'd say out of 5 Four point eight out of, out of five. Um, fucking toolboxes covered in shit.
0: <laughs> for me, um, I like the point two increments as well. Ah, oh, very good. Um, for me, I think it's great. Um, because the part one has done that thread and weave and setting up the dominoes for it to knock it down that's getting a five out of five, no matter what, that's a lot of effort, with this it's just, you know, putting them down, if you will, but hell, there's a lot of gags in here, Chief Wiggum's at his best, um, hell, a lot of great side characters, Brockman that, Grandpa played a blinder as well, I like the pacing of it throughout, I like the fact that there's three, very decisive angles, and stories you can follow, through Smithers, through Homer, and then through the climax as well, um, it's great a lot of the Red Herons like you say as well um, it was good seeing different kind of styles and de- seeing people dishevelled and you know look guilty in that with expressions um, and yes I think I'm, this is a very sufficient end I'm happy with who they went with as the shooter there because you know the, the show has to go on folks there so it, even if it is a Simpsons fan member it had to be Maggie, you can't have Homer staying away and being locked up now because that just completely changes the show So, with all that being said, I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of five. Warm cream cartons. Come to Uncle Mo's for family fun. It's good, 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 good. good. Hmm, sounds good.